right, here we are again, Oliver, two guys, one spirit. Praise be to God for this blessed day. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this time together. And we thank you, listeners, for joining us in this conversation. And we pray that, you know, God has a message for you today that helps you in your journey um, walking with Jesus. Amen. Amen. So uh, what are we what are we doing today, John? What do, we, what do we have in mind? What is the Holy Spirit prompting, moving us now? Yeah, I feel feel moved to discuss something that we haven't really talked about yet on this podcast. But, um, you know, recently my wife and I have been spending some time together because we are getting uh, prepared for a talk that the Holy Spirit is asked oh, us. Man. I don't know if you want to mention that. Oh, should I not say that? I <laughs> no, didn't say anything ahead, else yeah. about, <laughs> about yeah, well, where we just or started. Or... So... <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, so, you know, just it's crazy, man. Like, I, 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 it's just like the way that, so for those of you maybe that are listening that don't know what the heck spiritual warfare is or, or you've just not. I mean, yeah, you just not have heard of it before. Um, to sum it up, to kind of give a Cliff Notes version of this, is just that, like, God, you know, He has a will for all of us, and and, for, and in this case, um, the example I'm referring to is my wife and I. You know, He's got a calling for us to do something, and the. The Lord permits the evil one to to get in the way. Um, like the, the evil one will definitely try to distract us or create dissension to prevent God's will from being done. And, and ultimately, like the important thing to remember about spiritual warfare is that God is permitting it. Like He is the one that's in charge. So it's really for our own good, like that this is like happening. And so, um, but it's just very real. It's just very real. I mean, I, the Lord has shown me that on many occasions um, on this journey that, that the evil one will try to get in the way. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, just, just um, it's been, it's been tough um for both of us and not, not i mean by god's grace you know he makes the way but like we had um we had shared with uh oliver and gladys that uh, we went to a, a meeting and my wife was like having all kinds of physical like just she was going through it like it was man like what the warfare uh, that she was having internally for her just like manifesting in a physical way where i was looking at my wife she's sitting next to me during the meeting or before like during okay I, I mean i mean it was happening like before like she's feeling anxiety but as we're there like she's sitting there and i'm like I can't help but notice her body language because she's right next to me. And I kid you not, man, like I, I felt like the last hour and a half of that meeting, 
if I would have, if I, and I said this to her too later. Um, so I, I can laugh, uh, when I share this right now, but, but I, I feel like if I had at a moment during that last hour and a half said to her, Hey, let's just go, let's just get up and go. She would have been down. Like she would have just, she wouldn't even fought me on it. She would just been like, okay, yep, let's go. You know, cause well, she so now just, I'm feeling like, why, like what was going on that? Yeah. Spiritual warfare, but like, what was, what was going on? She's just feeling anxiety and kind of like, so part of our journey, our journey is right. All of us as Christians, like the Lord asks us to carry a cross and, and to follow him, like carry our own crosses that, that we have and to follow him. And that when we carry our cross, a lot of that will include dying of self. Uh oh, I think uh, you kind of cut out me? for a little bit. Oh, okay. I was no freaking problem. out right now. Like, oh, shoot, what do I do? Do I press stop? <laughs> but thanks be to God, you you're, hear me? you're back on this okay. now. Yeah, so I think, I think um, you know, she was kind of just sharing um, with me. We were kind of talking about it because obviously, like, in marriage, you want to you want to be able to know um, and share your innermost feelings and thoughts uh, with your spouse. And so, you know, praise God, like we're at a point in our marriage through his grace that we can have these types of like conversations where we're just being very open and transparent. And, you know, she's just ad admittedly just, you know, said that like, she is dying of self going through this process because her will is definitely not to do this talk. Like she's, she, if she had a choice, well, she does have a choice, but like, like it's just not something that she would do without Jesus. Right. That she right. would speak in front of a big group of people. Right. Right. Public speaking. Um, and then just, and then just kind of like, like, I'm not going to share any specifics about what we're talking about. Um, but she's like having to really be very open about some things that, um, let's just say were some very dark moments in her life. And so it's all very, very, uh, for her, very, very hard. This process has been very hard and, um, the enemy is definitely presented, distractions uh for her to kind of like choose um maybe not the best choice to kind of like do whatever you know maybe not do god's will but you know we're all we're all going like i'm going i'm going through that too like you know i'm like for me it's like i'm being like tempted to be selfish you know how so uh, how are you being tempted we kind of going through this process how are you how are you being tempted to be selfish well um a couple of different ways so um number one because like my my heart and my mentality about this whole process has been one of um you know like i'm you you know me, but but you know, for those that don't know me, like I'm definitely willing. Like like this is something that you don't have to twist my arm to, to do, <laughs> right? It's like I, I, 
like um you know i'm a, I'm a pretty open book um as oliver and gladys could attest to like i mean i'll just you know i'll, I'll talk about anything pr pretty much yeah. so like i'm i'm very open to do this and so like the temptation one of the temptations is to like not be patient with my wife to kind of like hey like we like i'll just give an example right of what of the way that i could if i were to kind of like you know take take the evil one up on his offer here to kind of be impatient but i could just be like like man we you know we gotta our, our we gotta do this talk and it's gonna and it's coming up or whatever you know and and just kind of like contribute like end up being someone that is contributing to her stress and her anxiety because instead of me like showing her love by being patient i could be like totally doing the opposite and just like uh, you know i mean i i me know my wife i know how she would kind of react to that it would just be some crazy like dissension and that we would probably be like fighting and stuff like that so that's 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 the first temptation is that like to be to be impatient and then like another temptation that that the enemy has been like presenting to me is like i've been noticing that as we've been kind of going through this this process and preparing for this like like the marital act is like the last thing that's on her mind like she's not thinking about that at all like she's not thinking about it at all so like like obviously as a man i mean that's that's definitely this is is not going to affect my drive let's you know let's say so that's another another temptation that's there is to i mean just whatever you know whatever we do right to kind of try to get try to kind of have that take place i mean um you know that's that's definitely something that that has been um presented to me that i consistently have to like shut that all down and praise god because he's he's really on this journey helped me with the virtue of chastity and so you know but to but it's been it's been it's been tough man it's been like i you know um i i even at one point just had some like as we were so it looks like john has um we've lost him but it looks like he's coming back so this whole idea of a uh, spiritual warfare so in in all of our journeys as we try to get closer to to god and build this relationship with Jesus, the enemy does not want us to do so. So he'll throw everything at us to prevent us from even taking another step in this journey. Um, I think I shared in a previous episode my um, my uh, encounters with this uh, this warfare, and I can attest to you know what John was saying about how we're, we're back. Here we go. Yeah, I was just uh, sharing with them as. Uh, you were cutting out uh, the spiritual warfare for the most part is when we try to get closer to, to Jesus, build that relationship with him, the enemy will throw everything at us to prevent us from doing it. Uh, an example could be like, let's say 
like you want to go to church, but on that Sunday when you decide to go, something else comes up like, uh, like work or your friends or your family where you just decide, okay, well, I'm not going to go to church this Sunday. I'll just go next Sunday. Like that's, that's the warfare. It's like being able to see it and put Jesus first and be like, well, all that other stuff is happening with my family or my friends. I'm going to choose church on Sunday over that. So now that's how with Jesus's help, you've defeated that temptation to not go to church by going to church and not uh, succumbing or giving into the temptation to be with families and friends during uh, that hour of church. But you can continue, John. No, yeah, I mean, amen. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Oliver. And what, what was the last thing that you heard me say? Uh, chastity. Yeah, I was just, I was just thanking God that He's given me uh, the, the, the graces of chastity to, uh, um, to kind of deal. Um, with this um, during this prep time for this talk and and so and and sorry to jump in here but warfare an example could be like john cutting out right now and um not being able to share uh smoothly what his uh uh journey with spiritual warfare was so he you know internet whatever crashed for a little bit lost him on the audio I could have stopped recording, given into that. Like, oh no, now it's all messed up. What are we going to do? But then I decide to jump in, continue this little talk about warfare. Thanks be to God, John has joined us again. And here we go. So that was a little example of warfare right now in this episode. So let's continue, John. Amen. Like this is a, this is a great, a great topic, uh, based on the fact that we're experiencing it right now, right? Like this is a, a great illustration of, of the, of how the enemy can try to prevent God's will from happening. But, but God is helping Oliver and I to, um, to, he, he's helping us, you know, grow in our faith and our, and our trust in him because here we are continuing to uh, push forward in spite of the obstacles that are being presented to us. Yes. So, um, all glory to God for that. Thank you, Jesus. But, um, yeah, so. Oh, looks like it's, it's happening again. <laughs> okay. So this whole idea of a spiritual warfare it shouldn't be a distraction or something that would prevent you from following Jesus. If anything, I think, you know, this is a opportune time to invite the Holy Spirit into your lives when you are going through something like this, because it's not going to be through your own strength that you can overcome this. It's going to be through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, you just got to persevere, just endure and just continue with Jesus being the focus of what your, your end goal is. Right. And if you are persistent and you do persevere, well, those are probably the same two things, you know, God will reward. And it's not like you're doing things to be rewarded. I mean, but God being a good father that he is, 
He knows what his son or daughter needs and what good father will not give uh, that good thing to their son or daughter when their son or daughter asks for it. So I kind of, it looks like John's coming back onto this conversation, hopefully soon. But yeah, him and his wife are going through this process in which they are writing a talk that they will be giving. And yeah, going through that process with, uh, you know, my wife and I, we've done it, uh, I think two or three times now. There could be a lot of uh, things that come up. I remember in me preparing like on my side or well, actually for our first talk that was prepared we were coming from a place where we were just taking in all this uh knowledge wisdom about the fallen angels the battle that happened in, in heaven where a third of the angels were swept down onto earth and the devil was cast down here on the earth as well and then we were talking about this stuff and at that time, to us, it was good info. Like, we thought everybody should know about it. But then, you know, thank God we had a couple to guide and lead us. And they were telling us, like, okay, well, how does this apply in your marriage? How does the fallen angels, like, how does that work? Like, give us an example in your marriage where angels are affecting your marriage. And we, we didn't get it. And we're like, no, but this is what we need to share and then they at the same time were like yeah you know we're not saying that the info that you have and you're trying to share is bad but you know we just want it to be relatable to the people and so my wife we had to scrap that idea and start new and she was like i'm done with this i don't want to i don't want to prepare a talk anymore i'm done <laughs> but then I think, welcome back john and then uh thank but, you, thank but, you. but then god put it in my heart like just speak from experience. Just speak. Just write. Just just write out what you know. And so I kind of typed out what I felt God was prompting me to to write. And I, I just wrote like my sections. And then I showed it to my wife. And then she was like, oh, oh, th this could work. And then so she just finished. She filled in her sections. And then over the course of uh, maybe like a month, like we were able to put, to, oh no, I think it was maybe shorter than a month, but we were able to put together uh, a more relatable um, talk than what we were initially trying to uh, deliver. But so I share that because that's what kind of John and his wife are going through right now. They're in the process of preparing a talk and he's sharing about his wife and the temptation that are coming up that he's facing. So you want to continue, John? Yeah, I was just saying how, you know, I was having some, I was having some dreams. I went, went one night earlier this week, I was up at four in the morning from a dream and, and, and I could just feel the enemy in my head. Like he was just like, just putting all kinds of stuff in my head that was not God's will. I, and, um, I was like, I need to pray. I, I just need to pray. I need to get out of this bed right now and pray. Cause it was just like really intense and, um, in fact, um, one time this week I even went to adoration and I was with the Lord just praying from, from, from my wife and like, like we, like God has revealed to us, like what his will is and us having this, you know, 
doing this talk and just like, you know, it's been, it's been a fruitful experience going through this process and that we're just like, we are definitely coming closer to the Lord, but also I can see like healing happening because we're talking about things that were never really talked about before because of these, these dark moments that, um, my wife finds herself having to be open uh, about. Um, so just, it's, it's been a great experience. Uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, but definitely was feeling moved to share that, you know, about this topic, spiritual warfare of the Lord, he's, he's, he permits it to happen so that we can grow closer to him because we, we have to realize the truth in that like without God, we're nothing. And, um, we should never feel that, you know, anything that we're doing that is good is of our own merit or our own skills or whatnot. It's, it's, it's all because of God and, and, uh, yeah, he's, he, he wants us to know that, um, you know, when we're weak, he is strong and he will give us, as long as we ask for it, he'll give us what we need to kind of go to go through these obstacles and, and not allow the enemy to, to be victorious, um, through these, through the warfare that is occurring in whatever it is that we're doing, um, in our lives. So, but again, I appreciate you sharing Oliver. I obviously didn't get to hear a lot of what you were sharing, but uh, it sounds like you were kind of getting into your own personal experience in, in, in you and your wife, your, you and your wife talking. Yeah, that's what I was doing, sharing a little bit of our perspective and putting together this talk and trying to relate it, I guess, to uh, spiritual warfare. Um, I think you just mentioned something right now about thinking that we could do it all with the skills that we have. I think um, the warfare in that would be to think that the skill that we have was because of something that we did, that we gained, whereas to what we should do is recognize that it was a gift, a talent that was given to us by God to be used to glorify Him and not ourselves. And that's where the enemy can jump in and think like, oh no, this is what you did. Like you, you yeah. went through this process, you developed this skill, this skill, there's no glory given to God because it, it, God didn't do anything for you. Like you were the one that did it. And that's, that's the warfare. That's, that's the lie because the reality of it is all good things come from above from God, our father in heaven. And I could see where, you know, the talents that God has given us that if we don't have that relationship with Jesus, we can easily attribute that glory to ourselves and just be like, man, look what I've, look what I've created in myself. Look at all this wealth. Look at all these material things that I've amassed based off of my skill set. Thank God. Well, not even thank God. Good thing. My parents <laughs> sent me to college. <laughs> I went to college. I learned everything that I can learn from the professors and because I, I did all that and it was my talents, my skill that got me through it, 
I did such a great job. And then with that mentality, it's like, okay, well, well, congratulations. But if we're a Christian and if Jesus died for us, where, what part did he contribute to in that part of your life? And if you can't acknowledge that he helped you along the way, then I would say that you've kind of given into that warfare in believing that you did it all on your own without the help of God. Exactly. Exactly. Something else I'm moved to share um, because, you know, you and I uh, both participated in the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius, but like, you know, something that we learned in that is the evil one knows our innermost thoughts and our, and our feelings. And so anything that's in our hearts that is impure, that is not, holy, so to speak, um, you know, he'll, he'll egg us on, like he, he'll, you know, he'll just fill us up with lies and try to have us act on these, these things that are impure, that are not of God's will, um, where, you know, we choose ourselves over, over love, you know, and, um, so it's, it's, it's real, it's very real. And, um, the enemy, he, he, he doesn't want us to, to be um, as Christ created us to be. And, he, and he, he ultimately is just trying to do whatever he can to have us choose ourselves over God so that we can join him in that fiery place below in Gehenna, as Christ says. Yeah, I was uh, listening to this uh, Christian pastor earlier today, and one of the things that he was talking about was... Um, believing the lies of the devil and it was kind of like it was a conversation let's say he was having with someone else and he was saying like yeah so you know you listen to your father the devil like you listen to his lies and you believe it and then the other person responded what so are you calling me like a liar <laughs> and then his response was I'm not calling you a liar. Now, that's not me, but the Bible is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's so true because it's not me. I'm just repeating a Bible verse to you. I don't know. I, I, you know, I do a good job of messing this, these, uh, these things up, but <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the word of God. Like it, he repeated a verse to this person trying to point out that, you know, the devil is the father, uh, like lies. And if we, father of lies. if we believe the lies, then we like our father is the devil. Yeah, exactly. We are children and of then, the evil one. Yeah. And then people, they don't understand that concept because they don't know that that's in the Bible because they never read the Bible. Yeah. But that yeah. is in there. So when people are like, Oh, are you calling me this? Are you telling me that my dad is this? And I'm like, no, I'm not telling, telling you it, but that's what it says in the Bible. And then people, yeah. again, you know, just, oh man, I can't believe that you would say that about me. You're judging me. No, God, <laughs> God in his word has already laid out the plan for people of who are going to be his children and who are not his children. And if you're going to be one of his children, like you're going to love the way that Jesus loves, you're going to know Jesus because the will of God the Father is to know Jesus. And if you're not trying to know him, what, what are you trying to know ultimately? 
and what is the purpose of life of your life now like okay go to go to go to college uh get a nice paying job get married and have kids and live out the rest of your life and working like but then where does god fit into it yeah god may have contributed to it but what are you doing to help bring your family closer closer to god what are you doing to leave your children uh, with the knowledge and wisdom that jesus wants to give them so they can have a chance at eternal life and if we're not doing that you know when when we die we're going to find out that you know heaven is real or hell is real and then we're going to say just like uh, i forgot who it was in the bible where they were like they had already died they left this earth and they found out that heaven and hell is real and they said lord i have like five brothers can you send someone to let them know like that that this is real and then you know god said if they will not even believe the prophets the people that are alive on earth they will not believe someone who came back from the dead to tell them that you know the afterlife the heaven and hell is real hell is real yeah yeah so I mean, I don't see the harm in it. I mean, if we're Christians and we believe that Jesus actually lived on this earth, that he died for us, um, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. He came here for a reason. Like we, we need to be saved. Right. So (laughs) hell is real. Hell is real. And I think I heard you earlier mentioning the story of, uh, Lucifer, you know, in the battle. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I think I caught the tail end of that, but but that's an example of you know I, you know when someone says that question, oh, or make that statement, you're judging me, you're judging me, like if you really honest, like honestly take a look at that, like that sounds like something Satan would say when he was up there, like being disobedient to what God wanted for him, so. Anyway, with that, um, you you want to add anything to wrap this up, Oliver? I think uh, as we all walk on this uh, journey, we invite the Holy Spirit to lead us as Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted. We cannot forget that we need to let the Holy Spirit lead us. And um, through the trials and the temptations in life, you know, we have to realize that we cannot rely on our own strength. Um, that we have to lean on God and his Holy Spirit, because otherwise Jesus didn't die for us at that point. And that's why, you know, it's, it's important for us to, I, I never knew about the Holy Spirit before. And I know, John, you haven't, you hadn't heard of, or even, you heard just like how I've heard, but it never really touched our hearts like who this holy spirit was and so if right now you don't have a relationship or don't know who the holy spirit is you know i would just pray that the holy spirit kind of come upon you all the holy spirit enter your heart and lead you closer in your walk to jesus and you know god will provide everything that you need to get by in this life and uh we just have to persevere and just keep our eyes focused on on Jesus. No matter Amen. what temptations and distractions come up, trust that it's those are going to be taken care of. But just do what you need to do to well uh, invite the Holy Spirit into you to help lead you closer to Jesus. 
So with that said, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening.